We're rolling. You ready? Yeah, I think Josh, so. Josh, are you ready? Am I sitting in the chair? <laughs> <laughs> am I physically in the building? I thought you were still in Milwaukee. <laughs> I, mentally, I am in Milwaukee. <laughs> Thank you. What's up, everybody? Welcome today to the Union Fitness Podcast. We have the beautiful Josh Elsass doing work, <laughs> and we have the even more beautiful Elizabeth Miller, the uh, the yin to my yang, the spaghetti to my meatball, the the lamb to my tuna fish, as the guy from Big Daddy I would really say. Really, don't think we need any kind of sexual <laughs> on the podcast today. Thank you, Curtis. <laughs> well, um, this is. You know, this is a special one for me. Uh, if you see us in the gym, we will be bickering, fighting, acting like we hate each other. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, um, this is the most important person in my life besides my mom. Shout out, mom. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. same. That's what yeah. when Giannis won the championship last night, he went right to his mama. Yeah. Yeah. He hugged his mama yeah. first. Everybody's like, it wouldn't be possible without this and this and this. Like, dog, it wouldn't be possible without your mother. Yeah. Yeah. She birthed you. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, we got we got Liz here, and we wanted to bring her on the show today to fill in for Jared, who just got married. Shout out, Jared. Shout Yay. Out Jared. The, Welcome the, to the club. The dancing <laughs> fiasco. The, oh, my gosh. The, the wild man of all wild men. Mm -hmm. uh, um, Josh Conroy split his pants or what? <laughs> Josh Conroy had to go buy a new pair of pants because he said his hamstrings grew so much since the last time he had to wear dress pants. So the morning of he had to go buy a new pair of pants. So you just bid, well, you were like, shout out to my programming. I was, like, I was like, oh, you're welcome. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I wanted to bring Liz on today because, you know, Liz has done a lot of things um, as far as like lifting and different competitions and, and has seen the ups and downs and the peaks and valleys of it and has gone through a lot and experienced a lot, both mentally and physically. And you know, she's been joking a lot about me bringing her on this podcast. And I was like, no, no, no. And then, you know, uh, we're at home and I'm like, hey, you want to come on the podcast and talk about your experiences over the years? She was like, wait, you're serious? It's like, are, are you actually being serious? <laughs> Is this a real serious question? And like, yeah. yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, so excited. Um, what we're going to do, I want you to introduce yourself to the people. Where are you from? Um, you know, what were some of your hobbies, what got you into lifting? And then we're going to go from there. Sounds good. Um, so I'm Liz Miller. I'm Curtis's wife. If you do not know, um, I am originally from Pittsburgh and then I went to high school at Olsh, Our Lady of the Sacred Heart, which Cam Johnson from the Suns. <laughs> Was on, so the I was a reason son. She was literally reading. the only reason Ro that I was rooting for the son. So <laughs> sucks to suck. I know. Yeah. She was like, she was like, go Cam. I'm like, you've never met him. <laughs> but I he feel just like I, we we only have a hundred kids per grade, so it's a pretty. Even though I he he was a year after me, so you know. So irrelevant. Still don't care. Yeah. I, yeah. Got his ass handed to him. Oh, he, you know he played. I was excited. I feel he like did I play. He yeah. did play. Yep. So um. So I went to Olsh. Um, I played basketball and did track for a little bit. Um, I was really not the best basketball player, though. I was good in terms of defense and hustle, but I don't think I can – I was trying to think about this today. I don't know if I consistently started ever. Um, occasionally I did, but nothing where it was like I was the go-to starter. Um, I was really good like I said, defense, hustling. That's why the coach liked me is because I worked really hard, but um, I wasn't like an all-star shooter at all. So it's not like I was a natural athlete is what I'm trying to say. Sure. I, you know, I wasn't, wasn't Cam Johnson, <laughs> so, you know, at all. Maybe he just out, out hustled and out worked. Know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so I played basketball in high school and then track, um, and then went into college. Sorry, were you going to say something? No, no, okay. I'm just, I'm just listening. 
Um, so whenever I got to college, I just started lifting. I was trying to think about it this morning too. There was an app that kind of got me into lifting, like of all things. So you didn't know anybody who actually like worked out and lifted? No. So I, my, after my freshman year, my boyfriend and I at the time had broken up. And afterwards I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to get into lifting. Like I'm really <laughs> going to work out. And so that's why I wanted to start working out was just to, you know, for myself, yeah. whatever. Um, but I had, it's not as if most, I feel like a lot of females um, start working out because they know they have like either friends that bring them into the gym or maybe a boyfriend or a male that brings them into the gym. But mm -hmm. I just kind of wanted to start working out so she just like legitimately just ventured in there on your own yeah. without really knowing anything yeah and i this app i can't remember what it was but it had like sets and reps and it actually was like a strength app and it was totally free and of course i can't remember the name um but that's how i started doing my workouts per se mm -hmm. um and then it's not as if I had a program. Like I think I did every Monday, I did the same exact workout and I just tried to do a little bit more weights, kept yeah. the sets and reps the same. But um, that was kind of how I how I grew through college. And I really didn't know anything. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and that's kind of. But you but you enjoy training. Yeah, exactly. You, you, I enjoy training. Um, I and that was it. I kind of enjoyed training. I didn't have a program. I didn't have. Um, more or less uh, a group of people that I was working out with. It was just kind of me by myself at the time. But I think that's I think that's the beauty of it all, right? Like when I first started lifting, I didn't have anybody. Mm -hmm. I just kind of like ventured in because of shit that I was dealing with in my life. Yep. And I was like, man, this really makes me feel good and I'm, I'm getting better. Mm -hmm. And I think like that's what people were missing, man. It's like, I got to go in. I got to look a certain way. I got to do a certain thing. And, and it's just like, why are we here? You know? And, and that's cool that that's how you stumbled upon it. So like, you know, when, when we met each other, so you moved down for a teaching position to Maryland, uh, where I was living. And the week that I got hired as the new trainer there was the week that you just moved had down moved there. down there. Mm -hmm. It was like destiny. Right. So you know the story already. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I am the new guy at the gym mm -hmm. and they're just like anybody who walks in the door, Curtis, talk to them, talk to them. Here's a consultation. Here's a trainer or here's, here's a client. And so she comes in and first of all, I saw it on my schedule. It was like five or 6 PM <laughs> at night. And I'm like, I don't want to, why, who is this Liz? Why is she keeping me here till six at night? You probably could have went home at three. Probably because I didn't have anybody. But um, so you walk in the gym and, you know, you told me what some of your goals were that that you wanted to get into. You want to learn how to squat bench and deadlift correctly. Right. And as a power lifter, you're probably like, oh, yeah, this no, girl. It was, a, it was a great. It was like my first opportunity to to like teach somebody at that gym what I had learned, mm -hmm. you know, so it, it was really cool. And I think we just instantly had a really good connection and uh you know, the rest is history. But it was shortly after that, that you just randomly signed up for a bodybuilding show. Yeah. Like from what I remember, it was out of nowhere. Yeah. So my sister had done a powerlifting competition. So we had met that August. We didn't start dating for, I don't know, half a year later or whatever. But um, my sister did a powerlifting competition in December and she didn't have a coach. She just kind of did it randomly. Um, and she just did it from finding stuff off the internet. And afterwards I was like, oh yeah, like a goal of mine had for a really long time was to do um, a figure competition. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just gonna do it. Like, you know, I, it doesn't really matter. Like I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna find a coach and I'm gonna do it. So it was right around December, right after she did her competition that I decided to, um, yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, the, so that's the day of your, your first show, mm -hmm. right? You, how, how long did you train for that? So I actually, I did a 20 week um, prep, so okay. five months. So I was at, you know, at a deficit for a total of five months. So sure. That was a long And time. it was, you know, from what I remember, it was very strict. You mm -hmm. followed everything exactly as you were supposed to, from what you were eating to your training, to your recovery, everything was, was very, very strict and, and exactly like it was supposed to be. And you ended up doing really, really good. 
Um, and then you did a second show, what, like two weeks later, two, two weeks later. Yeah. Yep. So at that point, you're probably like on top of the world, right? You, mm -hmm. you looked up until that point, the, the best you ever had probably. Yep. Right. You were in great shape. Um, you accomplished something that you were probably scared to death to do. Yeah, absolutely. So you're, you're on a high, right. And then, you know, kind of how, how did you respond to that? You know, like what, what happened next when that was all said and done? Um, so after my competition, I think it was my, after my second competition. So leading up to it, although I looked absolutely the best that I ever had, um, in that instance, I still picked apart every part of my body because that's what bodybuilding is. It's, mm -hmm. it's, you're looking at yourself and, um, comparing, well, you, this part needs to be leaner and looking back. Um, I did that. Uh, even though I was the absolute best shape I was ever in, um, the leanest I ever was, I should say, um, I still look back and like, it really wasn't, you know, I wasn't that lean per se. You know, mm -hmm. looking at it, I can say that I was, but in that instance, I still wasn't happy with that. Um, mm -hmm. But I still was, like you said, I was riding a high. I had accomplished the school that I had set out for five months. Um, and when I was all said and done, I, I remember the nights that I got home, from that second show, I binged so bad. I don't know. I don't know if you came over or not. No, I, no, you. Uh, I was literally on the bathroom floor, like about to. I was. I think I ended up throwing up. Yeah, you I, were. You were calling me. Yeah, you, you called me. We were on the phone, and mm -hmm. you were laying on the bathroom floor the the night you came home from the show, and you had just binged so hard on mm -hmm. on what like everything, just like junk food. Like I think it was just food in general because. Yeah. Up until that, my peak week, the week before the competition, I had 600 calories a day. So that's crazy. You go into it and you have this regimented yeah. thing. That's so, like, Josh, that's like a meal for us. That's like a, that's like, that's less than a breakfast. It is. Yeah. I was going to say know? it's less than breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's insane. Yeah. So it's 600 calories a day plus what I think I was doing like two hours of cardio a day as well. Maybe two and Holy a half. Holy shit. So I wasn't prepared for the post competition. So I was prepared to getting to that, but after, and I, I'm someone that has to have a goal and I'm really good with growth and I can do whatever I need to do to get to that goal. But whenever I was done with that, I was like, what do I do now? You know, I, I really began to have a form of an eating disorder because my, I had been restricted for five months and you know, I, I, I'm so glad that I had done it because I got a really good learning experience from it. But at the same time, it was, um, it was really, really hard. The post show, I should say. Yeah. So I, I can't even fathom like, uh, so Jesse Thiessen, who goes yeah. here, has been talking a lot on her social media about building back to what a, a non-deficit or a normal body weight is and like, and that mental struggle, but also that mm -hmm. relearning to eat thing. Yeah. And like, I have a friend, uh, Paige, uh, who's a very, very competitive bodybuilder. She does three or four shows a year. Wow. And like, That's crazy. but she, she tries to string them. Like, yeah. so she's, yeah. so yeah. she can come out and then go back in. Mm -hmm. And right now she's in deficit, I think on her like fifth or sixth month, like you were. And mm -hmm. I mean, she is just, I mean, she's shredded, yeah. but you can see what it's doing to the rest of her body. Sure. Like, you're just like, oh my God, yeah. it's just insane. Yeah. And I mean, like, I re it's hard to remember because like we were living in that, in that moment together and mm -hmm. we were still, you know, newly together, but I, I knew I was like, man, she's, she's just, she's not doing good right now. Like, mm -hmm. and I didn't, all I knew, <laughs> I hardly even knew how to be a boyfriend. Right. <laughs> I was like, I just need to be there for yeah. her. I didn't know what to do, what to say, but I, you know, you ended up, you overcame it for mm -hmm. the most part on your own. Can we talk about that for a second? Because, uh, so I don't know if you've watched the Eddie Hall documentary that's yeah. on Netflix. Of course we all have because yeah, yeah. Eddie Hall's the man, right? the wife of a bodybuilder, the, the partner of a, a strong, per you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that is such a, a crazy role to be, especially if you're not competing mm -hmm. and you don't get it. And you're just watching your, your loved one put themselves through all this shit. Mm -hmm. Like what? And like, what's even worse is, you know, yeah. you got it. You understood. Exactly. Like wh how, where do you walk that line between like, you need to get your ass to the gym today and do your fucking cardio because you want her to succeed. And like, you're like, yes. But then on the other side, you're like, <laughs> my person is not okay right yeah. now. Yeah, man. It, it's, 
It's really tough. I mean, we've had this discussion multiple times and it's still something we haven't figured out because she's seen me go through seven powerlifting meets. I don't know. I lost count. And she, maybe I thought it was nine or something. <laughs> okay. It's, I lost yeah. count. it's yeah. been a lot. Yeah. No, Josh, I've done, I've done 15 powerlifting meets. Right. right. When we met, my total was, um, 1500 pounds mm -hmm. isn't that adorable folks he remembers his total <laughs> one yeah, he remembers all of that but stuff. wait what's our universe no i'm kidding yeah so right. but and then you know i just did my 15 me and and got my 12,000 pound total and, mm -hmm. and 12,000 2,000 pound total but she was there for for every pound yeah. and i gotta be honest man like i man i don't regret like going through this but I do wish that at times I could have been a little different to her during that time, you know, because um, you get so blinded by what your goals are and you think they're so important. And, you know, maybe maybe they are right. But to what extent and what do you sacrifice? And I'm not anywhere near the best in the world. So I don't even I can't even imagine what that's like. But just to get where I am and, and the things that I've had to do and and what i've what i've had to go through and what she's had to go through um i i do apologize to her sometimes you know what i mean because it, it's stuff that stuff that maybe i've said because you're just so anxious or dude i'm scared to death sometimes when i'm training when i get under you know seven eight hundred pounds i am terrified and i take that fear and i project it in different ways to to try to take it off my mind and maybe, you know, I'm short tempered or maybe I, I'm, I'm not speaking to her, you know, one day or something like that. It, so it is really tough, but you know, what's crazy is at the end of the day, she always wants me to get my ass back in the gym and go towards my goal. And, and that's the, the craziest mm -hmm. part. Liz, how, how is it being like as a competitor yourself and yeah. then the flip of it, right? Like, how is it for you? Well, saying that I've been with Curtis for, I think it's nine meets. Um, I have learned how Curtis is around his competition. So like if he thinks he's short tempered, like I don't take it personally, you know, like I'm not like, oh, like, you know, he's upset with me, whatever. Like, I just know that right now he's stressed. And I think that comes with being in a good relationship and, you know, just time knowing each other and communication. Yeah, communication. Sure. And, you know, I don't I don't take that personally at all. Um, I don't remember the first part of your question. Sorry. No, like being being on like both sides. I mean, like, oh, for, for me, you know. um, it was so I had. Well, I know we're kind of skipping to uh, recently. I have done a strong man enough um, powerlifting competition and seeing how Curtis was. That was very interesting because I know I could see how stressed he was because I am not like I get very, very anxious and I know that, you know, he just wants me in, to enjoy the moment. But like going to my strongman competition, like right before I was crying, I was like, oh, my God, Man, I'm we're, so we're nervous. On way, we're on the way to the event. Yeah. We're like about to pull in the parking Literally. lot and she just starts sobbing. Yeah. And, you know, the the part of me, like all <laughs> of the people I grew up around, they'd have been like, get your shit together. Yeah. It's time to it's time to work. And like so that's kind of like ingrained in me. But. I've learned over the years of, of being together, that's that's not how this works. Man. Right. This is your wife. And right. I'm I, I sat there, we're at a red light, and I'm like, hey, let's talk. Tell me what you're feeling. Aww. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, why are you why are you crying? You know? And we talked through it and she went and killed it. Yeah. You know, but it, I think that's two completely different approaches to competition. Is I'm a hundred percent I shut everything out, mm -hmm. you know, and and I don't talk to people. I, I don't go out. My I haven't seen my family at, at some points. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But then and she's kind of like the opposite. You know, she's she gets real nervous. And, and you know, it it makes me nervous because I'm like, man, I don't want her to feel like this. And then, man, I'm, I don't want her to hurt herself. And, you know, like mm -hmm. so I don't know how to react sometimes. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Right. Just tell me what you want me right. to do. You know, and it's it's hard. But for you, that's you being a really good coach because there's some people that would say, you know, get your shit together, whatever, versus me, where like I just needed to talk through it. So you knew from communication and just dealing with me, 
um, what I needed to to perform better. So yeah. moral moral of it is. It's stressful for both of us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's uh, Josh, I, like it, we don't have kids. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I can imagine that's extremely stressful. Right. But like us going through these things together is like one of the more stressful things sure. I, I've mm -hmm. ever experienced. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when we see each other compete and then we see the outcome in achieving those goals and being scared to death and seeing something through regardless, like that's everything, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. And I, I wouldn't change it. But when it's happening, man, <laughs> it's it's nerve wracking. Those yeah. moments right after you compete, like whenever the we share together are some of the most, you know, the best. The it's best like a couple feelings. hours. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Every, so I competed once yeah. and I competed with my my guys. So yeah. like there was no need for Anastasia to le like to support me because we all competed together. We mm -hmm. all trained together. It was like this big like, group activity almost. Mm -hmm. We used to laugh that powerlifting is a team sport. Um, <laughs> but like when she competed, like every time I was my, I was up here. Like mm -hmm. every lift she hit, I it was going through it with her. When she ran her half marathon, I'd never been so like much of a wreck in my entire right. life. I've coached in championship games. Yeah. I've played in championship games. Nothing to like the it's night different. of the morning of yeah. race when I had to say goodbye to her. And I'm like, I hope I see you yeah. when yeah. this yeah. is over. Like, yeah. and it's just like, oh no, I get it. Yeah. And then like now we're training together, uh -huh. which has been its own oh. insane journey. And I want to get, uh, sky and cj in here oh, to yeah. talk about that oh, yeah. because training together is, is like that um get your shit together moment all the time like is running through my brain we used to play intramural sports together and i'll never fucking forget this moment <laughs> right. i uh we were playing soccer and i was on the bench and she was chasing a ball down headed towards the bench and i started yelling time yeah. because she had time yeah. well anastasia didn't play like team uh. sports yeah. She didn't know what time meant. So she just stood up. Yeah. She quit running, quit chasing the ball, just stood up. And then somebody came and took the ball and she's like, why'd you fucking yell time? And I'm like, because you had time. <laughs> I right, would probably exactly. reacted like her though. I you probably, the same thing. I, I definitely would have stopped. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, does yeah. that mean that time is done? Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, oh man, I think we talked about it for a month. And then you, <laughs> um, <laughs> you go home that day and like, maybe you don't talk on the ride home. Yeah. And then you got to figure out like, okay. How do I explain to her why I said what I did why, without being a dickhead? Why right? I'm a crazy person yeah. screaming time in the middle yeah. of an intramural sports game. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, no, so, I mean, like CJ and Skyland, they seem like they do well training together. I have heard them go back and forth. Sure. You know what I mean? But I think that's just with, with couples wanting to be hard-headed with each other. You know what I mean? I think it's also a training partner thing. You've it definitely is. gotten into it with your training partner before. Dude, I've almost gotten in fist fights with training partners. Right. You know what I mean? But, you know, when we first started, uh, when we first got together, we would train together. And I remember she was getting ready for her first powerlifting meet. God, I almost put that video. <laughs> and I am, you know, it was my duty to make sure she was as prepared as possible. Was right? it though? Or did you think it was? In my mind. <laughs> It was my duty, it was my obligation. Sure, now, sure. It would, be, it would be different if I had like a, a, a normal career. Yeah. But like this is also part of my career. You know what I mean? I, I get it. Because I felt the same way when ASA started playing hockey. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you're going to be the best. Right. It's like, no, she's just going to be okay. Because yeah. she's mm -hmm. yeah. 25 trying to learn a sport for sure. the first time. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And But these are things I was so blinded by my competitiveness and, and my goals that it kind of took over on on how I was coaching her. Oh, no. So we were benching one day. No. And I think it was my last heavy bench. Yeah, it was your last last yeah. heavy bench going into the meet. Oh, well, and, that close to the meet too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and no. she, up until this point, every week, she was crushing bench press, crushing it, crushing it. And for both of us, it's funny because that's like mentally our, our weak yeah. point, you know. And uh, she's crushing bench. I'm like, dude, you're you're on pace to bench like one 150, you know. And it was her last heavy bench. I was like, let's take 135. Yeah, it was 135. 135, right? So I I don't remember exactly, but I know you missed it. Yeah, I think I took it because I was looking at those videos today. I think I took it like four times. Yeah. And I I, may, I don't know. He like you, stopped and started. You, but, you missed it. Yeah. I think you missed it twice. And one of the times you were laughing when after oh you missed it. Oh my God. It. 
right? Yes, this is the worst. Whenever we're training together, I think I think it was like after her second miss, <laughs> I was like, and I have a rule, like if you miss it twice, you're you're done with that weight for the day, unless you are a super high level lifter and you pull your head out of your ass and you go attack it. But that dude, that takes decades. So she missed it twice and she starts laughing afterwards and I just start popping off. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure I was cussing at her and everything. Well, I will say I sometimes like whenever Curtis is training me, like he takes it very serious. It's really like, and I do take it seriously too, but it's not super serious. You mm. know what I mean? Like this, I'm not as about, it shouldn't, to, as it, it I'm shouldn't not about to break people. any records yeah. and like, uh, you know, all you can do, like, yeah, I was ticked and you know, whatever. And I ended up benching over 135 at my competition, yeah. but you know, I, I still do that now. Sometimes he's like, why are you laughing? I was like, I'm just la you know, like, I, I don't know. It's just, sometimes he's just really serious. And More I, the story. yeah, we don't train together. I, I left. <laughs> I went home. Oh, wow. I went home. I, I picked my bag up. I said, I'm done. I'll see you at home. I, I might've still been living with my parents. I might've yeah. went home to my yeah, parents' house. <laughs> So I get in my truck and drive 35 minutes all the way home. Yeah. Oh my God, off. Curtis Miller. And uh, That's incredible. And yeah. you know, but we went to the meet. Mm -hmm. You did great. You know, you you hit the, all the weights that you wanted to mm -hmm. and life was fine and we learned. Yeah. But that is, so we can't, I don't want to say we can't train together, but if one of us is preparing for a competition, no. stay the fuck away. We kind of <laughs> we support from a distance. Yeah, you know what we, I mean. Yeah, we will train together whenever we're not one of the others is not competing. Yeah. But whenever one of us is in a competition, we will, like you said, support from afar. I I also personally just like 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 I've always trained by myself. I don't mind. I really enjoy it. Curtis has always had well not always but has had training partners more recently, I mm -hmm. should say. Mm -hmm. um, so I, mean, I, I, mo I moved up here to train with people. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Um, but she's killing your backstory, <laughs> man. Yeah, my, You've been bad. preaching like, yeah. I moved, I gave up everything to yeah. move up here to train by myself. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh, you know, Curtis has always had somebody. Well, and then I stopped. Sorry. Uh, okay. Have I? Mm -hmm. um, but so, I, I mean, like, let's, let's back up a little yeah. bit, right? Okay. You did your first two bodybuilding shows. Yes. And, and I, you had a, a hard time coming well, back. I had, a, I definitely, well, Let's, hold on. So I really had, um, I definitely started to get an eating disorder from it. Um, not saying that I would like binge frequently, but you know, I, I, after my show, I didn't have a, I didn't have a, a plan at all. Like no one, I didn't know. And well, I knew uh, two people that had done shows, but they're both males, and I feel like males have a very different experience for, versus females whenever I, they're competing think, in bodybuilding. I think it's just not talked about as much. I for think, males, or yeah. Now I will say, I think women go through it more often. I really do mm -hmm. because society they are set up to fail mm -hmm. when it comes to when it comes to you know objective stuff like this. Yeah. You know, but I think. Men have too much pride and ego to talk about mm -hmm. things like this after after a competition. You know what I mean? So yeah, I do. Yeah. I do think they go through it uh, more frequently than you hear about. Mm -hmm. You know, but definitely looking back, I probably like I wish I would have known someone in that area that would have said, "Hey, Liz, like you're probably not ready to do this show." Like I didn't I didn't have enough muscle to do and do well at it. Like it was a really great thing to say like, "Oh, yeah, I did it." But um I wish my coach cuz I've got just got a random coach off the internet and I wish she would have said like, "Hey, like let's do a building phase. Like you need a little bit more muscle before we do this instead of just doing a 5-month cut where I totally messed up all of my hormones. I got an eating disorder from it and I was looking back at pictures and um I I definitely post show I didn't do any cardio afterwards I didn't have a meal plan for afterwards on how to reverse diet so I just ate didn't do cardio and um I gained a lot of weight so well, that's what that picture let's, is let's compare these two what was what did you weigh on the left and think, what were you on the right I really think I was like 125 ish on the left I okay. don't know and then, right, that sounds right, 125, yeah. 130. Yeah. And then I think I got up to like 170, 175. Holy 
fuck. And, and like, like how this, short of amount of time? This was literally like a month, a month later. Yeah. This wasn't like it was like a couple months later. Like, look, I don't know. How if come it, we're not celebrating that? Well, they always talk about how Jordan <laughs> put forty pounds on in four months right? between the the what. Uh, 89 finals yeah. or 90 and 91 finals, right? Yeah. Come on, we should celebrate. That. I know. It's effort. And you know me, I'm like, yeah, you thick. Yeah. You're know? <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, yeah. So Trying I definitely. Uh, I definitely weighed more. So in the right picture, like I, I think I was like consistently like 160 before my competition. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I was anything crazy at all. Um, but. After my competition, I was way, you know, like, I don't know if you, you can see it in my face. Like, my oh, face yeah. was like, Babe, We can see it. Like, like, I look like I got stung by a bee. Well, it's, so... it's interesting because you can still see the ab definition, right? Mm-hmm. You can uh-huh. still see a bit of the quad definition, yeah. calf, like, even bicep, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Your shoulders are still pretty sculpted. It's just, like, face and then chest yeah. and yeah. hips. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just like, sure. I know. But so. that and that's what happens when you do it in 30 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then I mean after that, I'm sorry. Then yeah, then okay. you're then you're preparing for your first powerlifting like we talked about. Yep. And so you go from that, you know, you're like, "Hey, I I want to try to do a powerlifting meet." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "All right, let's do it." So, uh, you didn't have a lot of time to train for that. You know, that was like a couple months of training. Um, so what happened was I did my two power or bodybuilding shows in the spring. Then actually I ran a half marathon, like right before that pick that, um, really big picture was taken. Yeah. That was like, yeah, that was like a couple weeks. That after. was two weeks after. Oh so, my gosh. So these don't even look like the same no. fucking person. So I like assumed those are, that this was like, no, no. To lose the weight you went running uh-uh. kind of story, but no. So she went, she went two bodybuilding shows. Yeah half marathon mm-hmm. and then the and then that was that progress and, and picture. Then that, that progress picture was two weeks after the marathon like yeah. that's insane i know so and like that's what happens whenever i didn't have a plan i had no idea what i was doing i was way in over my head and then of course i was struggling mentally as well mm-hmm. um because your bodybuilding is very um objective and what do i look like and you know that that was obviously really hard so yeah so you're comparing yourself to to where you were at in your eyes your best yeah right and then so you go from you go from that picture and and we put a plan together and you step on the platform for the first time Mm -hmm. i think this picture you ended up deadlifting 305 pounds yeah and you know what's crazy is um all of all of the lifts that that i've hit right you have it's just a feeling you'll never forget yeah that one right there seeing her hit her last deadlift of her first meet yeah is the greatest feeling i've I, ever yeah, had i get that you I know get what that. i mean yeah and um so that would that was just really really cool and seeing her come back from all that craziness that mm-hmm. had happened over the last few months was just really neat and it told a lot about her as a person you know so um i mean you so you did uh you did another powerlifting meet a little, couple months yeah, later, yeah. yeah. A couple, you know. It, so just to give it some context, um, my after my bodybuilding show, I did you know my half marathon a couple weeks later, but then my powerlifting meet wasn't until a full year later. So mm-hmm. I let my body reset a little bit because I my hormones were all messed up. Get back to some type of training, but even I think it was it took my body about a year and a half, almost two years, to fully get to like a normal from messing it up from that deficit and then like the binging period Mm -hmm. um and to get my hormones back to a normal level so even though i'm doing my first powerlifting competition you know a year later like looking back at those pictures like i'm still like not like beastingy but i'm i'm not at that that level of that picture was but i still wasn't back to like my normal level i should say yeah so no, it took a really long time. Let's talk about let's talk about the athlete side of this and, mm-hmm. and less about the mental health and body yeah. side of it. Cause that's wild too. You yeah. go from like high reps, high sets, low weight, like looking good, cutting, cutting, mm-hmm. cutting, to endurance event where you run a half a marathon and then okay, now strong power lift, fuck the shit up, like <laughs> one max out the whole nine yards. Like, what are you like? Holy shit, girl. Like, what the fuck? So I, um, 
the sh- half marathon was just kind of I like just did it. I know that sounds really dumb. Wow. To say, okay. But I mean, okay. I was doing Hang on. so much cardio. <laughs> so hold on, excited. I was doing so much cardio from bodybuilding that my endurance was really high. But I actually I can't run really well because my I get shin splints and my knees hurt. Oh. So I actually only legitimately ran I think like two or three times before the half marathon. And then I just ran the half marathon. But my endurance was so good from or from bodybuilding um, that that's how I how I could do that. So Anastasia did the same thing. She just like she's like, I'm going to sign up for the half marathon. And then like she trained a little bit for it. Then it got cold. And then, you know, the marathons (laughs) in the spring. And she's just like, oh, I'm still going to do it. I'm like, you haven't trained at all. She's like, no, I'll be fine. Sure enough. Fine. Fucking fine. Yeah. We're out there dying. Like, we were dying. Yeah. Sweating it out. Just watching them race. We probably have to train for months every day. We have to train for months just to watch them race. Like, I have to, like, watch, like, torture (laughs) videos just to be, like, prepared for this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when when your significant other is going through a pregnancy and you got to take the classes with them to learn how it goes. Like that's how I've you have never to pre- done that. that yeah, I, I, I haven't know. either. I've just seen it on TV shows, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. fresh prints yeah, and stuff like uh-huh. that. So, uh, <laughs> So, I'm your balls. so like that's how that's how it is. You're, yeah. you're like, oh, they're about to go through this. Mm-hmm. All right, I gotta, I gotta. You're like, at least I get to eat ice cream yeah. at midnight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, dude, when she was going through her bodybuilding show, her first one, the our first date, it was at her house. I came over after work. She was eating tilapia and asparagus, right? And I'm like, hey, um, kind of want some ice cream. Do you mind if I go to Baskin Robbins? And she was like, no, whatever. So she gets in the car with me, my 96 Camry, by the way, at the time. Still going. Yep. And we drive to Baskin Robbins. The the dick that I am, I look at the menu and I'm like, what has the most calories? Because, you know, I was balking. And... Uh, it's a uh, Reese's peanut butter cup Sunday and it's like 2,500 calories. And I'm like, let me get that. And I sit there in the car and just eat it right in front of her. More than I could have in, I don't know how long. Oh, that, that was probably three days worth of eating for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I it didn't even phase me. So I'm sorry. It's fine. But, uh, I was fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that was that. I'm so sorry for you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, I mean, one thing that, and I know we've talked about this, but what are some of your biggest takeaways from like, from all that? I mean, physically, emotionally, mentally, the good and the bad. Cause it's what, a year and a half you said, all told? Uh, Yeah. Maybe two full years? Wait, two full years of? So from the time you start training for bodybuilding to the powerlifting meet? That was a year and a half, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So from competition to competition, it was a full year. Yeah. Well, and then, so recently you did your first. Well, hang on. What were your takeaways? Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, let's add that. So, because uh, well, then we'll sum, sum that up together. Okay. So, well, yeah. I mean, you took some time off because we found out that you had a, a pretty serious uh, case of scoliosis. Bad. Yeah. You well, know. Yeah. So I had bad, bad back problems. So I went to the chiropractor for a while and got myself healthy. And then we moved to Pittsburgh and I then COVID happened. We were getting married. So, so I, there, took, there's I just took a, a lot of time yeah, yeah, off. We're talking like a couple years yeah, off. Two, three years. Know? And then she just comes to me one day and she's like, I want to do a strongman competition. And of course, you know, part of me is like, awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> and then the other part of me is like, Maybe she'll wake up tomorrow and not want to do it. Yeah. Just like the selfish part that gets stressed out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was going to support her anyway, you know, regardless. And, um, you know, you went and trained every day. You know, you had Yessie helping you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and awesome. I didn't think you were ever going to compete in anything again. Up until that oh, really? point. Up until that hmm. point, I was like, not that I didn't think you're going to, but I, I knew that if you never did, you would have been completely fine yeah. competing. Yep. But it was just one of those things, you know, you had, you moved to a different state, you know, you moved back home, you got your dream job. Um, and then it was like, what's the next goal? Yeah. You know, what, it, what is my next check off and what's going to propel me, keep, keep me moving forward to accomplish my goals. And I think it just so happened to be a strongman competition. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the total of five years, let, let me try to do this, right? testing myself as a, as a husband in five years that, that we've me. known each other, you've done two bodybuilding shows, yes. three powerlifting competitions, yes. 
a half marathon mm -hmm. and a strongman competition. Correct. I'm sure you, I'm sure you've done some uh some 20 you know, I'm sure you've that done overall some, uh, athlete. I'm sure you've done some and 20. got married and switched shades and yeah. and yeah. Got, got a new a job. job. Yeah. Yeah. Probably some spelling bees in there some No. Uh, 24 competitions, remember yeah, 24. Yeah, so great. But, um, Let's do the math one. So, you know, that's in 5 years. That is a lot of stuff and that's more than some people compete in a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And one thing that you and I always talk about is sometimes you feel guilty that you aren't as focused on just being really good at one thing. And then I wish that I was more like you and wasn't so addicted to being good at one thing. Yeah. It's so funny, man, because well, we've, I've sat down in tears before and I'm like, I wish I, I wasn't like this at times. Like I wish I was fine with dabbling in everything. And she's like, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm not, so this all star strong, strong yeah. person. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want you to be, mm -hmm. I, I would not want you to be like that. But you know, what, what are some, some of your biggest takeaways? Um, so like you were saying, I really struggle with that for, I struggled with that for a long time because Curtis is such an elite power lifter and he's married to me and I'm not this elite power lifter, you know, I'm strong, but I'm not like to the level comparable in the level. Um, so I struggled with that for a long time that I, I wasn't at that level. Um, but then I kind of took a step back and I was like, it's okay. Like I'm, I want to be, I'm not going to be that person. Like I, I know that I'm not, and that's totally fine with me. But what I can be is the best athlete that I can be, not the best athlete, just like, just trying to be my best. And what I've learned is, and then I did this with my bodybuilding show, like just doing the first one is I just set a goal and I just did it. And I, like you said, I really am big with growth. Um, so I really want to push myself in terms of picking a goal and challenging myself and doing it for just the reason of um, propelling you to the next step. So like whenever I decided most of my, my most recent competitions, I did um, a strongman competition and then a month later did a powerlifting competition. So that was just my goal. I, I four weeks four weeks apart. Yeah. That's pretty pretty crazy. Too, so I, you know? I just that was my goal. You know, I just wanted to do both of them back to back. And you know, for me, it wasn't. I didn't have to get first. I didn't have to. You know, my goal only goal for powerlifting is I didn't want to bomb out. That was it. <laughs> I was like, I just don't want to bomb out. That's that's it. So um, so I just I had picked that as my goal and. Um, so that's kind of why I, I had chosen those. So, and I, I know I don't say it enough, but I envy that mindset, the mindset that you have, um, of, you know, like, I'm just going to go in here and just like, whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I really do envy that about you. Um, and it's so crazy because the two days, two days after I had, my bicep reattached. Do you know this story already? He oh. gonna find out. Uh, two days after I had my bicep reattached, um, I had this crazy reaction. And it, it was the night before the Iron City Open. She was gonna compete the next day. It's nine o'clock at night, we're getting ready for bed. And I start, I, I get this instant fever and I started like having these convulsions and I couldn't stand up. And I tried to get my clothes off to get a hot shower and my body started locking up like my my muscles from head to toe were burning because of how much they were contracting and i was like liz something ain't right i think you gotta take me to the hospital and we're on the way there and it's hit me and i'm like man if we go in this hospital we're gonna be in here all night and she might not be able to compete the next day and in my mind i was like man everything that you have put this woman through <laughs> she deserves to fucking compete tomorrow Aww. so we're sitting in the parking lot at the hospital and i go let me just sit here for a couple minutes she's like why i'm like i think i'm feeling okay let's go back home meanwhile i'm dying but i knew that when we walked in there she might not be able to compete so <sighs> so we she was like you know if i can't compete tomorrow i can't compete so we go in that hospital and we're there from 9 p.m. to 3.30. We get home and we finally get in bed at 4.30. And I said, she asked me, she was like, what should I do? And I go, look, you don't have to prove anything to anybody. If you don't, if you don't got it in you to go compete tomorrow, don't. But I said, set your alarm 
when you wake up, see how you're feeling. And I just remember she comes over and gives me a kiss on the forehead and she goes, I'll, I'm going to go compete. And she told me not to go. Cause I had only, I had only had like three hours of sleep. And uh, I told Plus her you I, were just in the hospital yeah. and I didn't want you there all day. Sure. Well, I, I told her I wasn't going to go and I showed up just in time for deadlifts and, uh, on, on three hours of sleep. I mean, this is, this is 25 pounds more than your best deadlift. 25. Yeah. Yeah. Then your then your yeah, best yeah. Meet deadlift. And I wish we had the, the audio, man. It was like yeah. the, the place went crazy. The place was bonkers. Yeah. I started crying. I cried, obviously. I mean, like I, I, I almost cry, started crying as you were telling the story, to be honest with you. It, it was it, just really, really cool. The crazy part is it didn't it wasn't going to matter what weight was on that ball. Yeah. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, like the fact that you walked up there. After, you know, everything that you had been through dealing with me, with my surgery, mm -hmm. the hospital, you're tired as hell. Look at your hair. It's like crazy. Thanks. And you walk up to the bar and you didn't give up. And right mm -hmm. there, 99% of people would have put it down. Mm -hmm. And you closed your eyes, which is the greatest part. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. All I remember <sighs> is I knew I was getting it up, like getting the bar up because I could hear the crowd. Like whenever it was like they were cheering and then as it got louder, because my eyes are closed. I, I don't see anything. So then I just opened them at the end to see that he put his hand down. I was like, okay, like I made it. <laughs> yeah. And that was, I remember what I said about her first deadlift. It, yeah. nothing will beat that yeah, one. Yeah, not literally nothing. nothing. Will, will ever beat that one mm -hmm. right there. That's the coolest thing I've ever experienced. Just to know that like, and I think this goes towards the mindset that we were talking about. Like I could have easily said, I'm just not going to compete today like i got i literally got like three hours of sleep the night before and you're about to hit all of your max attempts on everything <laughs> and i didn't have curtis there which was honestly like and i didn't want you know be, i obviously i wanted you there but i didn't want him there because he had just been in the hospital like i didn't want him to be at a powerlifting meet for the whole day and i think that was the hardest part for me was not having him there with me um because that's he is my support. And I know that you guys get stressed during it, but just like having like you, the presence is so much better. So whenever I get, got to my deadlift, I like deadlifts is the, my favorite event. Um, so whenever I got to it, I, um, you know, I started pulling and I knew that if I got it past my knees, the rest was easy. So I was just kept saying, don't, don't stop pulling. And I think like in the longer video, you can hear myself. I think that's what I mouth to myself. Like, just don't stop pulling. So and I think the whole place was yelling, don't stop pulling. So I just like got, you know, got to my knee, like got to my knees and it pretty much stops. Yeah. And, you know, I just kept going. And so to have that mindset of like, I'm literally just not giving up. Like I, 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 with no sleep and with the week that we had and, you know, just continuing to push yourself and um but what it, it, what it was cliche but no no you want to hear something even more cliche it wasn't the day before it it was the last five years mm -hmm. of your competitiveness yep your ups and downs your trials and tribulations it was that that was it right there summed up you know what i mean it's not one training block mm -hmm. you know it, it wasn't the four weeks in between your strongman competition and that powerlifting meet it was everything leading up to that point and if you hadn't experienced and gone through the things that you did up until that point there's a damn good chance you would have put that bar down mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that that's the coolest can part. i add something to the story yeah so do you remember bumping into me that day no <laughs> I asked you, hey, how's Kurt? And delightfully, she went, oh, he's doing great. Really? <laughs> like, I literally don't a, remember. What a savage. You yeah. are like literally running on three hours of sleep, competing without your husband in this yeah. super crazy thing. And then you, like to the general public, you just seem like happy Liz, like oh, always. Yeah. It's well, crazy. That's because she was on three energy drinks. Oh, right? yeah. Right. right. You know what I mean? Buzzing on bulls. <laughs> yeah. And then that that e like evening, that nap, I still passed out. Like even though I had oh, yeah. so oh, yeah. much coffee and so many energy drinks, like I still yeah. like passed out. Yeah. So I was tired. No, well, I, the old saying goes that behind every great man is a greater woman. That clearly is the fucking deal here. Yeah, for sure. You're awesome. For, with, without a doubt, man. Like, I don't tell her enough. I try to I try to show her. 
Um, well, you say it on this fucking podcast all the time. You're like, <laughs> yeah, Liz, just, she's the best. That's why I married yeah. her. She's the coolest lady I ever met. Besides my mom. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know Ruth is going to listen. Yeah, so yeah. She, shout out Ruth. You know what's funny? It's like all the girls that I took home to meet my parents. Mm -hmm. Right. And finally I bring her home and my dad's like, she's the one. And I'm like, why? And he goes, because she reminds me so much of your mother. <laughs> oh, and Jesus I was like, Christ. We're like, all right. Like, all right. Let's go. Let's go. Right. But uh, no, man, like I, I don't. I don't say it enough because of how, you know, I think I got so much pride and I'm this, you know, big tough guy mm -hmm. and I lift these weights mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But, um, I, I try to show you as much as possible. And I certainly, mm -hmm. I certainly wouldn't be in Pittsburgh if it weren't for her, like no, no chance whatsoever, not. you know? And, uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be a lot of who I am today, uh, without you. So thank you. And Thanks, I'm glad babe. you were able to to come on the podcast and i think we had woo, fun woo. With, you know with this one so yeah yeah great yeah. one now we gotta get cj and skylin in here yeah too. that'll yeah. be funny and then one of these damn days we'll get cody and kate in here oh yeah post wedding <laughs> that'll be like a two-part deal Why? Yeah. So, <laughs> that wedding the oh, gotcha. and then powerlifting well meet? i think it, it'll be really um i'm ex excited to hear their experience with having their oh, wedding they're, di they're different than us no no no. they get a long training oh well <laughs> I was gonna say having their wedding and then having um, the meet the next week. The I'm just after. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd that, be cool. I'm just excited but, to yeah. hear their experience. But uh, you got anything you want to add before we wrap it up? Any um, any words to? You're famous now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm really just trying to be an athlete. I'm not trying to be super crazy. I'm not trying to be this all star athlete either. I'm just trying to be my best athlete and by choosing small goals and that doesn't mean that you have to compete either that just means that you can pick like right now I'm, I'm not competing I'm not I don't have any plans to compete anytime soon but um I'm just going to work out and try to better myself mentally and physically um and just so you know for everyone listening like that that doesn't mean you have to compete to do so so just just try to be your best to be your best version of an athlete um whatever that means for you love it i love it i think we'll end on that one yeah so, sounds great thanks uh, guys for having me. liz thanks for coming on and josh as always thanks for hosting us yes we'll thank you. Uh, catch you guys next week take care later skaters